Take it away. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. This is Vern Value. And I'm Val Hughes. And we're the Value <laughs> Guys, bringing you this week's edition of the Value Line Observer. Today, we're going to be talking about stocks from February 10th, from the February 10th Value Line, which... That's 2006 for you 2000, futurists. Which is an appropriate week to be talking about, uh, or... Um, or appropriate issue because that's today, of course. Um, we're trying to be very timely with these things, so we're going to be right on the money, we hope. We're going to, uh, uh, if you've listened to us before or uh, if you take the time to visit our website at www.valueguys.com, you'll uh, learn that we are longtime Wall Street professionals actually holding down real jobs that have assumed, what, mistaken identities? In order to uh, protect our families from uh, uh, from the man. Well, we just don't want, you know, we're just not in a position to let our true identities be known. I think that we've been very clear about that. And uh, what can we do? This is what we do anyway, and we turn a mic on, and uh, we're kicking around these value lines every week. So we're just sharing it. And uh, we're going to look at our favorites, our least favorites, and just kick them around. We're going to do 20 minutes or so a week. Please uh, join us. Anyway, so what's going on? I, I think uh, I, I think <clears throat> Al's going to lead off this week. All right, this week, uh, you know, we look at their uh, top-rated stocks. We pick a couple to talk about. Uh, we've been in the business a long time, so we don't know what we're talking about uh, on these names particularly. We're looking at Value Line. We're using it as a resource. It's a great tool, and some of these stocks we've never really focused on. But uh, we're going to so understand any uh, risk associated with actions related to any of the stocks that we're talking about. It's all on you. That's right. That's right. Uh, but we hope you get a little value out of listening and maybe some good ideas. The first stock I want to talk about is a company called CDW Corp. Uh, that is uh, CDWC on the NASDAQ. This company is a multi-channel distributor of various technology products, computers, printers, et cetera, et cetera. And they primarily serve business customers. Uh, and uh, in, in some cities, they can do same-day delivery. Uh, in most cities, overnight delivery. And they're a great resource for IT departments who are looking for a quick product that uh, you know they might need uh, you know tomorrow and CDW gets some of that business of course they're competing in effect with Dell who sells Dell products CDW uh, has uh, the other brands uh, so the you know the uh, ThinkPad IBM which was sold of course and Hewlett Packard Compaq Gateway I think value line has a rating of what um, this is a number two rated stock they've been around a long time um, and we're going to endorse this one. You know, the value guys like undervalued stocks. This thing, the stock's been flat a long time. It's still below its high from 2000. Wow, look at that chart. Their business and sales per share has doubled over that time or will in this year. You know, margins are continually under pressure in this business because of product prices. But, you know, they're managing to hold their own there. Uh, their returns are 20% uh, return on capital, which is noteworthy in the distribution business. Very hard to achieve means these guys are very efficient, very smart with their capital. That's your capital. So uh, we like this one. It's trading a little higher than we'd like on a cash flow basis. So it's about, uh, you know, 15 times and we'd like to, I'd like to see 10 times. But in return, what you get with this thing is a little bit of growth uh, as, of course, the technology uh, continues to improve productivity and businesses grow and they use increasingly cheap computers to do it. Uh, they've been buying back a little stock. 
and uh, they have absolutely no debt. So, you know, 17 times earnings, no debt, buyback, 20% return on uh, equity and uh, investment. They have uh, an opportunity to leverage up a little bit if they want and improve their ROE even more. So CDW is one to focus on, I think. Take a look at that one. Uh, they have a competitor, uh, Insight, uh, ticker ND, or NSIT, also on the NASDAQ. That's clever. And, uh, yeah, you know, it matches the, the name. And, uh, you know, these guys are having a little more trouble. Uh, they're also ranked number two. Uh, Lousy-looking uh, chart, too. Yeah, both, <laughs> these, both these stocks have been, you know, ignored. Uh, this one's at a little bit of a discount to CDW. You know, since the 2001 tech bubble, of course, and Y2K, which, of course, was a big a fallacy, all the IT departments around the world got us all to buy a lot of equipment that then went unused. So the tech slowdown of the last four years has basically been buy ahead by uh, IT departments a few years ago. That's starting to lift. So this industry is going to start to do better. Insight, though, their returns on capital are, you know, not quite half of uh, CDWs, but almost. Uh, I don't see them buying back stock. Uh, I don't see them uh, improving their margins the way I've seen at CDW. So here's two stocks ranked two by value line. They do the same thing, What's basically. It's a cash flow multiple on that stock. Uh, this one is, uh, now this one is 10 times cash flow. So it is a little cheaper than CDW, but uh, they don't. discount to market is it trading at? Uh, this is a 25% discount. Yeah. CDW is a 20, is a 12% uh, So maybe discount. when the, maybe when the group starts to move and uh, people look for overlooked names, the less attractive leaders, that's when this name will start to make sense. I don't know. I like to pick, uh, stocks that'll work now. Well, I don't know if it's going to work now, but CDW is just kicking their ass. They got a much better return. And the point I'm making is value line has both these things rated number two. I think there's a clear ah. choice and I'd pick CDW. If you want to own two distributors, of course, Buy both, but because uh, <laughs> there's two. But if you just want the one, I'd go with CDW. Okay. Yeah. Uh, secondly, I want to talk about uh, a stock that value uh, guys love, which is J.C. Penny, ticker J.C.P. This stock has been around a long time. Uh, you know, it's a 120-year-old company. Uh, in fact, uh, my mom used to buy me shoes here when I was a little boy. But uh, it's a very different landscape now. We've had the consolidation of the department store industry. You know, Sears has sort of gone by the wayside in terms of being a real competitor in apparel. And you've had the emergence of Kohl's, which has uh, carved out space that JCPenney really should have had all along and grown it. Um, but Penny has some, you know, new management the last few years. And uh, they've done a, a terrific job of improving the returns here. They sold off the Eckerd's chain, drug chain, which is a big drag. It was about almost half their sales a couple years ago. Uh, they have slowly improved the look and feel of the stores. Uh, brands that have emerged, you know, that have gone to Kohl's are also now looking to Penny. So Penny's in a position really to kind of copy Kohl's a little bit in terms of their strategy of merchandising the store and improving their operations. That's helped a lot. Uh, Penny has doubled their operating margin in the last four years. Uh, their, uh, their returns on capital, you know, in 2002, their return on capital was uh, 5%. Uh, this year, it's going to be nearly 15%. Return on equity in 2002 was 6%. They're going to run nearly 24% this year. So this is a company that has really dramatically improved itself uh, in operations and merchandising. And yet the stock is still below levels of 1998. It's 14 times earnings. 
they do have a fair amount of debt here. There's 50% debt to cap. Uh, I'm not thrilled about that, but I am paying, uh, you know, basically 10 times cash flow, 14 times earnings, and I think that this is a brand that people want to use. Their sales have continued to grow the last few years, and I want to be on uh, J.C. Penney. Uh, I'd contrast that also with Nordstrom. Nordstrom's a great department store. Uh, Value Line has them ranked number one. You know, I love Nordstrom, uh, and I think long-term, you know, investors could own it. But I just contrast that uh, Value Line's forecasting 22% growth in earnings for Nordstrom over the next uh, five or six years, and 20% growth for J.C. Penney. You know, Nordstrom's already operating near the edge of the envelope. They're a great company. J.C. Penney still has room to go. If Value Line's right about these growth rates, I'd rather pay 14 times for Penny than 20 times for Nordstrom. And uh, they're both, uh, you know, Penny's the rank number two, Nordstrom number one. I'd go with Penny on that. Finally, two quick ones. Uh, Value Line this week has a couple of stocks that I just have to comment on. Chico's, uh, you know, women's fashion. It's uh, rank number one. If you're looking at this stock on... Uh, on the value line, you see that they've only had to, you know, have a up-pointing arrow. The chart's amazing. The stock was... Is that an escalator? Or? It, it's unbelievable. Uh, the stock was, you know, at one five years ago. Now it's uh, 44. Uh, the company is at peak revenue, peak earnings, peak margins, peak profit, pre peak PE. I can't even say all this. And it's <laughs> unbelievable. The stock... This is seven times revenue, 44 times trailing EPS. It's just teen fashion, everybody. I mean, if someone on MTV wears the wrong color, Steve Madden gets a hit. I, I so think for those of you who have a time machine, this is the perfect stock. I, I, I think that uh, they've hit it right. They've been a great company. Uh, their returns are in the, in the low 20s, but everything is going right. It's priced as it, in the stock. If you want to own Steve Madden, I'd say just uh, take a little breather here. Just sell the stock, put the money in the bank, and when it's half the price, buy it back. When you see your teenage daughter wearing Steve Madden again, uh, buy the or uh, Chico's, Chico's uh, buy the stock. And finally, uh, Steve Madden, same deal. Uh, stock is uh, 36 times trailing. Uh, it's very volatile, teen fashion, and uh, I think you got to get out of this one. A couple one. ones that make sense is uh, short ideas. Then. And, you know, Chico's is not a teen fashion. I'm sorry, I had these mixed up. Chico's is, uh, you know, uh, professional women's uh, fashion, and uh, they've done a fabulous job. I just think the stock's pricey, and I'd wait for a better price. Finally, real quick, Bed Bath & Beyond, great company for years. High 20s uh, returns, mid, I'm sorry, mid-20s. Uh, the stock's been flat for four years. They continue to perform in growth, returns. They're at the top of their game. Uh, the street thinks they're going to slow down their growth rate. Of course they are. But right now, it's trading at a market discount. This is a better-than-market company. I own a little of this Bed Bath & Beyond. I agree with uh, Value Line on that. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to Vern Value. He's so, got a couple. So what, what, huh? what was the best idea out of these, then? The best idea for me is maybe Penny? short Chico's. <laughs> but I'm a value guy. I don't short stock. Okay. So, so within that, I'd say it's probably J.C. Penny. Okay. So you did, yeah. the, uh, you did uh, selections from... Uh, um, the uh, retail industry, and now yes, I've, I've got some stocks from the apparel industry. Okay. Um, you know, very uh, very consumer oriented issue of Value Line, February 10. Let's issue. get going with all that. These I, people I'm have to on, get I'm home. I'm working on. I'm working on. Um, and so there's three stocks out of uh, 
the four here that we're going to take a look at, including both of those that are ranked one by uh, value line. And if you needed better evidence of uh, how value lines model uh, sometimes, uh, at least in our view, can over-reward strong positive price momentum, the, these would be them. Uh, the first one is Gildan, I guess it's pronounced, activewear. Uh, trades on the New York GIL is a symbol. Three billion market cap, so pretty substantial company. They have, uh, uh, what do we got, revenue here, 600 million or something like that. Um, but 20 times cash flow, uh, a, a PE at 26, 27 times, significant premium to market. Uh, what do I get for that? Well, I get uh, high teens operating margins. Good um, returns, good returns. Well, it, it, yeah. it, it probably... Uh, helped a little here by uh, they've got an unusually low income tax rate that would at least help uh, net margins. Uh, return on capital would depend, I guess, on what capital structure has been over time. But nevertheless, uh, looks like a quality company. What does Gildan Activewear do? Well, 85% of their sales are in the United States, and 80% of sales are T-shirts. Ah. A T-shirt. It's a T-shirt company, folks. That's getting a 26p on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, I, this stock traded between 13 and 17, not times earnings, but dollars in 2004. Recent price, according to Value Line, just under 50 bucks. Uh, you want to talk about everything going right? According to Value Line's write-up on the company, uh, they've invested in some modern manufacturing technology, and by doing that, they've been able to cut prices and gain share. Well, that works in most industries, actually. Cutting prices usually results in some temporary pickup of market share. Um, and based on that, or with the support of that, their sales have basically doubled over the last five years. Um, Value Line likes it because they think sales can double between now and the next five years. And as I read on about what the strategy would be that would allow them to do this, and I'm sure this would come from management at Gildan, not Value line analyst isn't inventing this, right? Management's right. strategy apparently is to add on to plants in the Dominican Republic and Honduras, and as you fill those plants up, spreading fixed costs over higher volume will allow further price cutting. Uh, so we're going to price cut our way to prosperity. Uh, we're going to double the size of our, we're going to take our t-shirt business, which has gone from 300 million in revenue to 650 million in revenue. Okay, tremendous accomplishment. If I, if I sell one to every fifth American, I could probably get there. But how do I get from six, 650 million in revenue to a billion three selling t-shirts? I don't know. They must be awfully nice t-shirts. They also don't mention, what about China? And Let's all these uh, <laughs> trade barriers that are coming down, I just don't notice that any of their plants are actually the, in China. Uh, maybe it's the, internet, the uh, intellectual property of reproducing a uh, Trix logo on the front of the T-shirt. I don't know. That just, um, uh, if you're not in China in apparel, I think you're in a little trouble. You know, it, these were great calls, by the way, by Value Line. If you look carefully at when they uh, when they recommended these stocks originally. I'm sorry, Gild, not so much Gildan, but the next one is, it was a great call. Uh, Guess has basically doubled since they uh, raised their rating to a Where can one. Where you see what they uh, rated? It's right up here on the top, the timeliness. Yeah. One oh, raised see. on August 12th in the case of Guess. These value lines are just chock full uh, of two, fabulous two, information. Guess, believe it or not, has a $2 billion market cap. Um, I think we're all familiar with, uh, you know, the Guess, I guess primarily young women in, in 
print ads that are in all the high-end magazines. Watches, um, people know. This one, uh, this is also a rich valuation, a little north of 20 times cash flow, 35 times earnings. So we're talking an 80% premium to market. Uh, what do I get for that? Well, over the last several years, operating margins have gone from about 6 to 15, yeah. uh, but net <clears throat> margins just 6%. Uh, return on capital has gone from not measurable in 2002 to around 20%, but we all know that when you have very little capital, it's pretty easy to generate outsized returns for a short period of time. Um, sales have gone up a lot lately, but uh, as, uh, as Value Line points out, Guess has been clicking on all cylinders, and part of that has been that they apparently bought a, a European licensee, so they made a very low-risk acquisition of their uh, own uh, distributor. Right. And so just like um, I, I'd suggest that only one time will Gildan be able to modernize its, their factories and cut costs on, and prices on their T-shirts and boost their growth, um, I, you know, it's going to be difficult for guests to find any other acquisition anywhere that probably would be as painless as that one was. Well, plus uh, this is fashion. At 35 times earnings, Value Line points out that they have a wholesale business that accounts for 12% of revenue and has been kind of choppy. So I'm expected to pay 35 times earnings for a company that's got more than 10% of the business that's got problems? Well, you know, one thing that's worth pointing out about this is at least uh, this is Val uh, Hughes get it talking. And uh, I like brands, and this is an example of what a great brand can do. If you buy them cheap, uh, look, this company, you know, in three years was able to put together a couple of good years. They got the fashion right, the color right, the print ads right, the TV right, and the stock can go to 40 times earnings. If you paid 10 times earnings, you're you're real happy. But to pay 40 times earnings, you're not going to get that uh, PE expansion again. But if you bought it cheap enough, you yeah, could. I, I, no, I'll acknowledge it's a great business. Uh, if you look carefully at what they spend in terms of uh, capital spending to support the uh, the revenue and earnings levels here I know a terrific business but um, it comes at it's a price. Expensive. It's now expensive. I got there's a third name here ranked two by value line um, a little more interesting especially if you're uh, interested in buying some exposure to the consumer that's Polo Ralph Lauren uh, ticker symbol is RL this is a bigger company six billion in revenue partly because they operate 130 it says here full price retail stores. Uh, besides just being a designer of high-end, you know, luxury fashion, uh, instead of the 20 times cash flow multiples of the other two G stocks, uh, this one's like 14 times. Instead of 25 and 35 P multiples, this one's less than 20. Yeah. But I've said I've got the same kind of operating margins. But guess what? Operating margins have been solid as a rock for a decade. This is one in a great 14, brand. 15 percent um, uh, kind of range. Net margin. Very solid, seven, eight, nine percent uh, return on invested capital. We're uh, we're in the low teens. It's been pretty stable at those Very levels. Stable. So I, again, you know these guys you know, are also low risk because with what's happened in the department stores, uh, Ralph Lauren ends up being a staple of every men's department and women's department in the country. Now this stock's this that's stock's going to remain that. This way. stock's done well as well. Yeah. Uh, but there's no double here in the last 12 months or anything like this. I, the range in 2005 was 34 to 56. That's about where the stock is now. 27 to 42 the year before. So maybe it's up by 20, 25 percent. Um, value the risk. There is a risk item here. Value line says that uh, apparently they're counting on Polo to sell less off-price merchandise in their estimates, which they uh, uh, comically 
say would provide the company the opportunity to generate more full price sales. <laughs> uh, does that even make sense? So I, I wouldn't want to. Well, they've got get, some off. They've got some off price stores. I, 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 I wouldn't bank too highly on you know the future earnings estimates here being dead on the money if that's a big piece of the strategy. But if you're looking for some leverage to the consumer and you're thinking that. Um, you know, uh, the economy may do better than expected. Maybe fashion will be a good place to be. Um, I'd say that uh, other investors got there first on Gildan and yeah, Gas. Easy but money might made. Be some opportunity at Polo. And with that, I think we've uh, concluded our remarks for uh, the February. Well, 10th. I haven't concluded oh, yet. Do? I'm not concluded oh, yet. Oh, I have oh, another oh. remark. Take a shot. My final me, remark is just to say. Uh, Penny is my best pick this week. This is Val Hughes of the Value Guys. We're this at www. I'm sorry. No, that's Where fine. are we? What? I, I'm all confused. We're at, we're at are we at the w? end? Okay. You know, they Go all ahead. say triple W at the beginning. Okay. Thevalueguys.com. And with that. Uh, Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.